welcome to the second episode of That Nate Diggity Ain't Right. I'm your host, Nate Diggity, where I will cover episode season one, episode two of King of the Hill. This is a King of the Hill podcast, so welcome. I almost did this episode a little different. I mean, I did do it. I'm going to do it a little different than the first episode, just so just so you know. Just... It's a little heads up, <laughs> but I almost did it like one of my old episodes of Nate Diggity, um, or more, it's pronounced Nate Diggity, where I did it on the road, but decided the way I was going to be doing this, it would be a very weird juggling act, so I am not doing it that way. <laughs> now, going forward, this episode, or this podcast will be recorded mostly in Dallas, Texas, to make it very more king of the hill-esque i guess um since arlen is not an actual town i can't record in arlen but it will be in dallas texas where arlen is supposedly a suburb of so there you go (laughs) this episode is titled square peg the synopsis was very simple peg which i thought was kind of weird that i would say peg but Peg is recruited to teach sex education to Bobby's class. So I I was thinking it must have been kind of early on. I mean, obviously, season one, episode two, that they thought that they were just going to call Peggy Peg. And the hence why they even call it Square Peg and Peg is recruited. Um, but I think as it went on, they were like, mm, let's go ahead and go with Peggy. <laughs> so it. Instead of like the first episode where you get a little bit of an intro before the actual theme song, this episode kicks off right to the theme song. So goes right into it. And the first thing you see after the theme and intro is Peggy's Substitute Teacher of the Year Award from 1996. And she is grading a paper dated December 19th, 1996. Now, I just had to do it. I paused when it showed the paper because I did want to see if they kind of put any hidden meanings or anything in it. They did not, just so you know. (laughs) It does say, chapter one, in the book, you know, it just starts kind of making jumbling, jubbly, blah, blah. Just no no real meaning there, basically, because... Yeah, I remember 97, you're watching this on cable, possibly recording it on a VHS, and if not, then who knows when you're going to see it again, because that's just how it was in 97. So, you weren't supposed to see anything, but because we're now in the year 2023, I decided I'd try it out and see. <laughs> no, there is no nothing there, so you didn't miss anything, I promise. The student did get a B, though, so whatever they wrote got them a B. That's better than a C. (laughs) It's passing. (laughs) So Hank has an issue with his back. Uh, Peggy asks why he doesn't wear the weight belt or weightlifting belt that she got him. He says, it's not a belt. It's a girdle. (laughs) Peggy tells Hank to take off his shirt and she'll get the icy hot, which Hank goes, icy, icy. Oh. Hot. Yeah, that wasn't a good Hank Icy. I'm just going to say. 
<laughs> so Bobby walks in and Hank kind of freaks out because he's not wearing a shirt. Peggy, not in front of the B-O-Y. <laughs> I mean, that just really sets up the whole episode just right there, right? Bobby has a permission slip for them to sign, though. Hank asks, what's it for? Uh, contact football? No, you're not old enough to play that. Ringworm test? What? Sexual education? Bobby explains that the school wants to teach them something they made up in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Which means that it's just the sex ed that they're, that they're going to learn is from something they made up from Washington, D.C. <laughs> Hank exclaims, Washington? Bobby, go to your room. <laughs> Which Peggy says, well, what are we going to do? Hank is ripping up the permission slip. Here's the first thing I'm going to do. I'll tell you what. Which technically is the first appearance of I tell you what. So there's that. Um, no need for Bobby to get all bothered up learning about sex when he can't do a thing about it anyway at his age and his features. <laughs> just That just cracks me up. The fact that Hank is just like, yeah, he's he's not going to do anything. I mean, look at him. Look at the boy. <laughs> um, you know, they get into it about how it's not up to the government. It's up to his parents. And then they have a very awkward conversation about how they should teach Bobby. Hank brings up, you know, Peggy being substitute teacher of the year, which makes her the professional. Peggy goes to Bobby's room. She asks him, what do you know about sexual relations? Now, okay. This is one of my favorite Bobby quotes coming up. Now, if you've watched King of the Hill before, even if you haven't, I feel like you probably know Bobby's number one quote that everyone knows. But this one, I feel, goes right next to it. Now, some people would even say this one is better, which, I mean, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so he says, to the question again, what do you know about sexual relations? Bobby says, I don't know. Nothing much. I'm a little worried about being a slut. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but that's such a great and funny quote. <laughs> and uh, again, like that one, that one is neck and neck with the other one, which we'll get to. You already know what I'm talking about. If you, Like I said, if you've watched it, you know it. And again, if you haven't watched it, you probably know the quote too that I'm referencing uh, that matches with this one. Or that's equal to this one, I should say. <laughs> Love that line. Peggy starts awkwardly trying to explain sex to Bobby and how boys and girls are different. She says, boys have something girls don't have. Which, <laughs> Bobby just goes, you mean a penis? <laughs> that was the worst Bobby impersonation. I will never do any more, I promise. I'll stick to Hank for now. For now, I'll say that. Uh, Peggy, when he says that though, Peggy just blinks silently, gets up and leaves the room. <laughs> uh, so it cuts after that to all the guys outside cutting down branches on a tree. It's actually Boomhauer that's cutting them at this point. Bill mentions he wasn't taught about sex in school. The army taught him all he knows and in four different languages. And he goes, 
Want to know how to get a bar girl in the Philippines? <laughs> Which Hank says, you know, there's no way my son is learning the how-tos of romance from some bureaucrat regulatory handbook. And Bill comes back, Sumeho, or something like that. <laughs> so there's that's how you can get a bar girl in the Philippines, supposedly, from Bill. Don't I don't try it. It probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I tried searching and the only thing I could get close to was crying. And I don't know if that's right or not, but it's funny with it being Bill. <laughs> so it might be. Which we don't I mean it's still the second episode, so we don't know a whole lot about Bill still. So that's coming, of course. And of course, you know, Hank turns to Dale and says he could he should tear up the permission slip as well. To which Dale replies I'll do that and then some. What's coming next? Maybe a conspiracy? This sex ed stuff goes higher than the schools. Yes, that's from Dale. It's the bull dink that the UN has been trying to do for years. So that's a conspiracy. I'm counting it. I'm counting it as the first Dale conspiracy of the episode so so far one i think that actually is the only conspiracy this episode i'm trying to think um i think we'll get to it but i believe it was uh, so again it's bull dink that the un has been trying to do for years now boom Hauer, i tell you what man as he keeps sawing at the tree limb, it falls before he finally, like he's trying to like get out, like watch out. <laughs> and then it just falls. And he finally says, heads up. <laughs> uh, so Dale comes back with, uh, they want to whittle us down. So we can't keep a standing army. So, uh, that still continues with the UN. So I'm just saying that's, that's one conspiracy. That's not two. That's just one um and of course hank replies keep the government out of the bedroom business teaching my boy the facts of life is my job you got that right everybody's you know agrees with him of course peggy shows up in the alley to tell hank she couldn't quote unquote get the words out bill gives hank the third degree about sending her to do a man's job and then suggests boomhauer to teach bobby <laughs> Of all people, Boomhauer. And again, we don't know much about Boomhauer still other than, you know, how he talks. Which, you know, going further on, we'll know more about him as well. So, Boomhauer goes, Yeah, man, I, I tell you what, they talk about them dang old condom dispensers. You put a little 50 cents in there and you try and hit that coin return, bang on the thing. Talk about her needs. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously uh hank's like no that's all right and he says okay so here's the way cotton introduces hank to it my dad told me the facts of life when i was bobby's age and i turned out okay and then we get a little flashback to hank as a kid at a farm with cotton in front of a cow and a steer cotton yee-haw <laughs> hey what are you crying for boy this is a good show. Hank, uh, Hank says after they come back, says that's also how he taught me about paying taxes. <laughs> so just imagine that you're learning about sex while seeing, you know, 
cow and a steer and then uh learning about taxes at the same time <laughs> so just like his father before him he is driving bobby to a dairy farm which is named united milk conglomerate <laughs> so yeah it sounds very you know what it's gonna be <laughs> they walk in and the cows are lined up and they're introduced to the matchmaker 500 now hank saw an actual bull a steer you know and bobby saw the matchmaker 500 now if it's been a while since you've watched this episode it's a it's not really a machine it's obviously not alive so yeah <laughs> that happened Hank starts talking about how Bobby is coming to a part of his life when he'll start having quote unquote tender feelings for a girl, what those feelings mean and what to do about them. Now, as these car cows, how's these cars? Yeah. As these cows are getting a little date time with the matchmaker 500 and then it just pans right to the, one of the cow's faces and just like really loud moo. I had the closed captions on and it said mooing loudly. <laughs> so that's what that was. Hank covers Bobby's eyes as soon as that happens. <laughs> uh, now they're back at home. Uh, Hank and Peggy are looking for the pieces of ripped up permission slip in the trash. They're trying to put it back together. Um, you know, after seeing what they saw at the dairy farm, I mean, do you blame them really? Like, not really the best way to say hey here's the birds and the bees son you know what i mean so uh they just they just decide that the school should the school will not should the school will do a good job <laughs> dale says <laughs> dale says i wouldn't sweat it about that sex ed stuff because he quote unquote took care of it with one little phone call <laughs> which we'll get to <laughs> here's a little fun little first not really appearance but first i guess reference um of hank calling peggy pegleg so it's her pegleg nickname first a reference of that i'll say not appearance but reference uh hank comes in and peggy is on the phone with bobby's principal and she says some right-wing maniac called the health teacher with a death threat and she quit. And Hank said, oh, well, I'm sure it was just some harmless nutcase. I mean, obviously he knows that nutcase was Dale. <laughs> like, we know that, right? We know that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, speaking of, it cuts to Dale in the alley fighting with a can of beer to open for him. <laughs> and it ends up spraying him. <laughs> Just, you know, right after he says, you know, hey, it's just some, just some nutcase, some harmless nutcase. And you see Dale just trying to fight with a can, opening it. <laughs> well, obviously with this, you know, Hank thought that they weren't going to have to worry about the sex ed stuff now that there wasn't anyone to teach it, but they found someone to teach it. They found the substitute teacher of the year. <laughs> Hank questions it with 1995. Nope. 
1996. Peggy Hill. <laughs> or Peg Hill, I guess. It's still weird that they wanted... It just seems like they were trying to make her just be Peg. It doesn't work out. I feel Peggy is very suiting. Um, But yeah, so 96, which if you remember was the year on the opening trophy of this episode. Not good for Hank, right? <laughs> which Hank reacts just like you expect. Or maybe not what you expect. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Peggy, oh my... Oh, for goodness sake. As she's flipping through the book, The Wonder of Sexual Expression. Luann is at the table working on beauty school homework and comments about the homework being hard. Peggy doesn't reply because she's just staring at this book and just worried. And Luann tries getting her attention again. Peggy is lost in the book still. She mentions a chapter titled The 14 Stages of Arousal. Luann says that it must be an old book because now there's 18 stages. <laughs> Which, I mean, still Peggy's like, oh my, how am I going to say these words out loud in front of a class? Luann grabs the book and reads, this is the quote from the book. Self-exploration is a perfectly natural exercise throughout pubescence. What's so hard about that? <laughs> Which Peggy comes back. Tell me what it is like to live without shame of any kind. Is it a good feeling? Luann thinks he goes, yeah, it is. <laughs> Peggy talks about it was different when she was a kid, which it flashes back to when she was a kid and her mom hands her a book talking about how she's going to be getting a visitor and she's like uncle i forgot the name right now off the top of my head um but she flips through the book and says there's nothing in here but pictures of flowers so yeah it's one of those kind of books that's <laughs> not really anything that we know of of course we're having to just a picture what she's seeing and as a kid she's just saying there's nothing in here but pictures of flowers then comes back, says she never even kissed a boy until she was 20. Now, when she said that, now again, again, this isn't like we're watching this for the first time. It's not me watching it for the first time. It's me watching it for a millionth time, probably. Not really. That's an exaggeration, obviously. Don't take that. <laughs> but it kind of made me wonder if that little reference right there gets retconned in a later season spoiler maybe maybe not i don't know but but yeah i'm just kind of kind of curious on if it was retconned or not but we'll we'll see when we get there hopefully i remember to bring it up if not somebody call me out on it <laughs> now hank walks into the kitchen where they're at, and Luann mentions a chapter on communicating your needs to your love partner. How does Hank react to this? Uh, what kind of filth are you reading? And she's just like, it's Aunt Peggy's sex ed book. He grabs the book. That is the inside of a womb. A woman's womb. My boy is not going to look at the inside of a womb. He's only been out of yours for 11 years. <laughs> 
Now we hop over to Bobby's room where he and Joseph are hanging out. Bobby has uh, his friends, the show friends, dolls of them, and asks Joseph if he wants his Chandler or Ross. Now, of course, we know it's friends because of Chandler and Ross. Uh, <laughs> and it was, you know, a big show at the same time as King of the Hill was airing originally. I mean, I still say, this is way off tangent, Friends is still a popular show. Don't get me wrong, but it's not airing anymore. King of the Hill is not airing right now, but it will be soon. But still, it was 97. Friends was very, very popular. <laughs> Joseph just asks if he can shoot them full of BBs. <laughs> and Bobby just says, okay. And then with that response, Joseph chooses Ross. Just so you know. <laughs> now, why the heck is Bobby giving up his toys? You know? Well, he gets to that. He says... After I learn sex ed, I'll be too busy dating. Now, of course, Joseph is like, who? <laughs> Bobby says, I don't know. Whoever wants to have sex with me. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> um, so it goes back outside where the guys are with the tree. Dale finds out that the school found another quote unquote depraved harlot to teach the sex ed class. Hank says, uh, Dale, Dale, don't worry, Hank. I know people who can take care of this woman, if you know what I mean. And Hank says, that woman is my wife. And Dale said, I thought Peggy was your wife. <laughs> Bill actually, which again, this is early on. We don't know how Bill is, but Bill is the one that actually has to spell it out for Dale here, which... Doesn't mean much right now, but later on you're like, wait a second, how does Bill know? Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry. <laughs> Dale, I think he's saying Peggy's the new sex teacher. They all go quiet. <laughs> and then Hank finally says, yeah, what? They all say nothing, quote unquote nothing, while bumbling about. And then they say there's nothing wrong with sex ed. Dale says, a woman who knows is the toughest customer. <laughs> Take that to heart, fellas. <laughs> they start saying Hank should study up on sex as well. Bill says, you'll be married to a woman who knows everything about sex. But Bill starts digging himself into a hole, talking about how he's never been with a girl like that except for a bar girl. Which Dale and Boomhauer start inching and walking away when Bill says... Peggy isn't a bar girl or quote unquote, nothing like that. She just knows what a bar girl knows. Hank follows that up with a gut punch with a tree limb that was cut down. And it cuts to the baseball field and Peggy's in the stands talking to the, some of the other kids' mothers about being asked to teach sex ed. She says she's not sure if she can overcome the crippling sense of shame that she got from her mother. Now, one says one of the women says she didn't think she was one of those teachers that puts intellectual hooey. That's a quote. 
above common decency. So, quote-unquote, intellectual hooey above common decency. Peggy comes back with, sometimes a little intellectual hooey is a good thing. So, she's not wrong. Sometimes intellectual hooey is good for you. (laughs) One of the women replies, you know, we grew up not knowing the words for your dinky and your woohoo, and we turned out fine. (laughs) Another another of the women says she learned from her mother after she gave her the book, the loveliness of woman. Now that's the one that Peggy got earlier. I forgot to mention that book, the the name of it, but that's the one Um, (laughs) she said, or Peggy replies and just uh, called that book useless again, because it's just a book of flowers. That woman said that the book helped her. She just thinks of those flowers whenever her husband, you know, wanted to get intimate. (laughs) And Peggy just says, you poor, poor woman. (laughs) But we have another first appearance alert. I need to get like a sound effect for the first appearance alerts, right? Don't you think? Maybe Hank going, boo! First appearance alert. Boo! I'll just remember to do that each time. How's that? Let me know if that works for you. Well, if not, then I'll just keep doing it anyway. We'll see. But anyway, first appearance of Dooley. Hey, Bobby, your mom's going to teach sex ed. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's basically the voice of butthead, but not butthead. Right. So Bobby just says, yeah, I know. And Dooley says, we're going to get to see your boobs. Bobby just replies, so? <laughs> and then Hank calls Bobby up to bat. Dooley looks at the other kid on the bench and says, your dad lost his job. <laughs> Bobby hits the ball and runs the first. And Peggy's in the stands yelling to not stop at first, but go all the way. Some kid on the other team yells, yeah, go all the way, you perv. And everyone just starts laughing and, you know, everyone... Hank, Bobby, Peggy, they're all feeling ashamed because of it. Now, the one phone call that Dale mentioned earlier happens. Again, apparently, because this is one of my favorite moments. It's about to happen. Are you ready? (laughs) They're back home, and the phone rings. Hank answers, and a mysterious voice says, You don't know who I am, but I know where you live. And if you teach that sex ed class, so help me all. Hank goes, Dale, is that you? Oh, Hank, uh, can I talk to Peggy? (laughs) Peggy, it's for you. It's Dale. Hello, Dale. You don't know who I am, but I know where you live. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love dale so much i mean there's honestly like this is a quick side note the characters on king of the hill are just so good all of them like well i should say all of them there's some in the world of king of the hill that are terrible we haven't gotten any yet thankfully <laughs> but yes we'll get there so they're back at home they're in the bedroom and 
Peggy asks Hank to rub some lotion on her, which gets Hank all awkward because it's Hank. She mentions she could add some to his elbows to help them be smooth. Where will I be that I need the smooth elbows? Peggy starts going into, you know, being a substitute teacher and that she can't pick and choose and, you know, how she's going to do the job. Hank says she wasn't too proud to pick and choose when she had some Randy Travis tickets, um, which, you know, this ends up getting Hank and Peggy, you know, at odds because she is determined to teach the class now, no matter what, because she is the substitute teacher of the year, 1996. So this is happening, Hank. Sorry. I tell you what. <laughs> now this is when, you know, Peggy's trying to get those words out. And she's with Luann again while she's doing this. She says, "This is a diagram of a woman's v v v." She just can't get them out. She's it, it there's a blockage. She can't get those words out. Luan is there, just trying to help still. Hank walks in and back outside. He's angrily sawing at the tree. And then Peggy says, this is a man's pee. Now Hank is trying to sleep while Peggy is up late studying, you know, the, the sex books that she has to go over for the classes. She's about to call it quits, it seems, that night until her book lamp which is of course on, on her head because it's Peggy Hill <laughs> shines down on her substitute teacher of the year award again, 1996. <laughs> now again, like that was at night. Now we join the Hank back outside at the tree. Bill walks up and, you know, asks, asks how, what he thinks of the tree now, right? Bill says it's nice and clean but he thinks Sigmund Freud might have a thing or two to say about it. And then we see a nice panned out shot of the tree, just bare and just there, just standing, standing tall. <laughs> Hank exclaims, Oh no. And starts just cutting the tree down. <laughs> now this part is always a good part. You know, Peggy is practicing a way to say some of the words this one i just i cannot do justice for but she starts by well let's just do this i'm gonna drop a little clip here let's see if this works hopefully this works i hope happiness 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 Penis. Penis. I did it. Ovaries. Uvula. Uterus. Vagina. <laughs> hey, Hank. I just said. I heard you. The whole neighborhood can hear you cussing. It's not cussing, Hank, to say the name of a God-given body part. Well, it is if it's a part of the body that was meant to be concealed by an undergarment. <laughs> I love that part. It's just so funny. Um, so, you know, that, of course, gets an argument between Hank and Peggy started. Hank says the permission slip has to be signed by both parents and that he is not signing. 
which of course makes Peggy feel like Hank thinks she just can't do it, right? Now we're back. Well, I say back. Now it's that the day the class is going to be taught. Tensions are high in the Hill family, right? Oof. So Hank tells Bobby he's going to work with him. Peggy shows up to school. This is sort of a first appearance alert. Boo! I remember to do it. <laughs> I'm glad I did because it's the same episode. So first appearance alert. Boo! Strickland propane. We finally see, finally, like it's not like 10 episodes in, it's the second episode. We finally see where Hank works, which is Strickland propane. First appearance. There we go. <laughs> Hank is on the phone with a client and advising that the client does not use propane to fill his balloons. That's smart. Do not use propane to fill balloons. Unless you want some crazy balloon action. <laughs> uh, Bobby is, while he's on the phone, Bobby finds a, a Strickland calendar with girls for each month. And uh, Hank says, Bobby, that's my work. And puts it in a desk drawer. Bobby asks what he thinks his mom is telling all those guys. Hank says, I don't want to know. And tells Bobby to try not to think about it. Bobby says, okay. A few seconds later, Bobby asks, what do you think mom's saying to him? I said not to think about it. Think about something else. Okay. He then asks if he ever has sex anymore. Super close up of Hank's eyes darting around and saying, uh, well, uh, come on, Bobby. Can't you think of something pleasant? And then it just comes back. Bobby's like, what do you think mom's telling all those guys? <laughs> he just can't get away from it. <laughs> Peggy walks in the classroom and the class gets real quiet. Today, we're going to discuss the subject of human relations, otherwise known as human relations. <laughs> she introduces herself and follows with, Okie dokie. Any questions so far? <laughs> uh, so we're back at Strickland. Bobby says, Dad, or asks Dad, I should say, Dad? Hank's just like, What? I just wanted to say that you don't have to worry about me because I'm never going to have sex. No, don't say that. I thought that's what you wanted. Well, yes, if you were my daughter, but you're my son. Why is it not okay for girls, but it's okay for boys? It's called the double standard, Bobby. Don't knock it. <laughs> we got the long end of the stick on that one, says Hank. And Bobby says, I see. That's why mom's bad for talking about sex. And Hank comes back. Just because your mom has been using those words doesn't mean she's bad. She's just trying to do her job. Give the kids the proper names for things. Imagine how hard that is for your mother trying to teach a room full of snickering fifth graders the difference between a boy's and girl's, uh, you know, hookups. Because <laughs> it's Hank. He doesn't. It's, it's hookups. You know, it's very non-medical and very technical. <laughs> 
And he says, that woman's got a lot of guts, I tell you what. Now, back at the school, Peggy is taking her time, writing her name, just trying to stay away from having to start this whole thing. She's writing her name on the board as slow as possible. And all the names she can think of that that they can call her, address her by. Hank shows up at that at the classroom door with Bobby before the class starts. The sex ed class, specifically. Today, I'm going to teach you sex ed. Before we begin, bring your permission slips to the front, and those whose parents did not give you permission to learn with me can read for an hour in the school library. Everyone gets up and leaves, and you hear some of the kids saying, Sorry, Miss Hill. Except for Bobby. Bobby is left to be the only person left, only student, there we go, only student left in the classroom. Sorry, Peggy. Mrs. Peggy. Sorry, Peggy. Looks like it's just you and me, Mom. Okay, son. Well, let's begin with the difference between boys and girls. You mean the penis? Yes, the penis. Peggy arrives home and can't find Bobby or Luann. Hank says he sent them out for a double feature. Hank puts on Randy Travis's I Won't Need You Anymore. I had to look up to see what song it was because I wasn't sure. I'm not big on country, but I was like, okay, this might be something you might want to know. So again, it's Randy Travis's I Won't Need You Anymore. Hank asks, May I have this dance? And then (laughs) as they're dancing, smooth elbows, Peg. I remember you like being dipped. And then Peggy's like, watch your back. Which, of course, that's how the show, the the episode started. With his back hurting, right? And they start to slow dance and end up, you know, falling while an outside shot of the house is shown. So you don't see them fall or anything. Uh, Hank checks to make sure Peggy's okay, which she is. And he follows with, Well, as long as we're down here, (laughs) the song continues, the phone rings, the answering machine picks up. You don't know who I am, but I know where you live, sex ed teacher, and you better cut it out if you know what's good for you. Oh, and uh, Hank, we changed the tee off time to three o'clock. See ya. End of episode. (laughs) <laughs> so what a what a crazy turn for this episode right it's such a again it's pretty wholesome in the end you know what i mean like they're worried about the government and the school teaching sex ed and then in the end it just ended up being between peggy and bobby crazy how that all works out right <laughs> um now, obviously, we didn't hear anything that Peggy taught Bobby, but we can assume that, you know, he got an education that day that we know of. <laughs> so one of the things I will say, so like I said earlier, I did have the closed captions on while I was watching it. Now, I love catching like the the wrong things that are said in the closed captions compared to what is actually said in the show, movie, whatever I'm watching. So that last time that Dale calls and says, 
I know where you live, sex ed teacher. The closed caption says, I know where you live, sexy teacher. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> well, that's a little fun little tidbit for you. Um, that's on Hulu. I don't know if it's on any other closed captions, but that's what it is on Hulu. Um, which, by the way, it is available. All seasons are available on Hulu right now. And the new season will be coming on Hulu as well. So keep that in mind when you're wanting to rewatch this after listen to this or even if you're like you know what this is making me want to go back and actually start it again it's all available on hulu um so there you go now hopefully my little sound clips came out perfectly and i didn't mess anything up on those if so sorry but we'll see i'm again this is me working on things i'm trying to get this going the way i want it to be so there's a growing pains in this right of course um so what was the conspiracy count for this episode only one i'm only saying there's only one conspiracy this time so we're up to three conspiracies within two episodes not bad but we'll see how dell goes from the rest of the series <laughs> favorite so one thing i will say angry johnny mentioned that i should start ending the episodes with my favorite quotes which i'm going to do that going forward i could probably do it right now let's try it okay so going forward i am going to end with my favorite quote from each episode so instead of it being me saying some little quip or whatever it's going to be favorite quote of the episode kind of like how the shows do it you know ending it with an with a quote so there you go that's the end of it thanks for joining me for episode two of that nate diggity ain't right a king of the hill podcast <laughs> hope you're enjoying it let me know what you think nate diggity cares at gmail.com n-a-t-e-d-i-g-a-d cares at gmail.com uh Give me feedback wherever you're at. Email me, whatever. Just let me know what's going on, if you like this or not. If you have any suggestions, let me know. Until next Sunday. I'm a little worried about being a slut. Uh-huh. <laughs>